0: On Monday, Maricopa County Attorney Alistair Adele announced she will step down from her position on Friday, ending months of smoldering discontent and dismay over her management of one of the nation's largest prosecutorial teams. Her three-year tenure ends amid concerns that she was losing her battle with alcohol abuse and after the top section chiefs noted they didn't think she was up to the job anymore. Arizona Republic investigative reporter Robert Anglin recently noted about 180 cases that fell apart because of her procedural failures. Her imminent departure means there will be a special election to replace her and not a lot of time to qualify to run. Welcome to The Gaggle, a politics podcast for the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. I'm your host, Ron Hansen. I cover national politics for the Republic. This week, I'm talking with Robert about what led Adele to resign and what it means for everyone else moving forward. Robert, welcome back to the show. Great to be here. Thanks. So a lot has happened in the past week or so in the saga of Alistair Adele. She said on Monday, she's leaving on Friday. Not that long ago, she said she wasn't going anywhere.
1: So what happened? A cascade of events Um left her with little options. Last week, um, we reported that um, her office botched 180 cases. Uh, the They couldn't file 180 misdemeanor cases. They had to drop them because her office basically forgot about them. That led to a rebuke by the governor. And then on Friday, the Arizona attorney general asked her to respond with a a detailed report on how this prosecution was misfired, how these 180 cases were dropped. And I think the bottom dropped out at that point. So, you know, over the weekend, her position that she would never leave and she could run the office met with the end. You
0: documented her history of absence and the concerns that many county officials came to have of her that preceded all of this. Give our listeners the skinny on how she got the job and when it started to go bad for her.
1: Adele was appointed in 2019 by the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. She was elected as the first woman county attorney in Maricopa's history in 2020. Um, and very quickly problems began. On election night, she was actually in the hospital with a life-threatening injury, a brain bleed from that she suffered during a fall. She was out for uh, months in, in the hospital. Uh, so she, um, she won the election while she was in surgery and then came back a couple months later to the office in the spring. By the summer of of last year, she'd secretly checked herself into rehab and was trying to run the office from out of state at a treatment facility in California. Um, It turned out that um, the only reason she disclosed that was because the Maricopa County Sheriff forced her to divulge where she was to the supervisors. And um, again, things snowballed for her after that. She returned to the office, said she was ready to go and um, problems ensued. Give us
0: a sense of what the investigation by the state bar and, and others turned up. Last
1: month, five of her top prosecutors called for her to resign. They also asked for investigations by the Arizona State Bar and by the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. They said she had been conducting county business while obviously impaired, and they said that she'd been absent for weeks at a time and that her decision-making was affecting the credibility Of the office. Now that she's leaving, who's gonna replace her in the near term? Well, that's the twenty four dollar question. And the answer is because this involves Adele, is much more complex than it had to be. If she had just waited two weeks to leave office, this this wouldn't be as big of issue as it's become. If she'd waited Um, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors could have named her interim replacement and that replacement would have run for office, would have served out the rest of her term and run for office in 2024. Because she announced today and will be gone Friday, that leaves two weeks for candidates interested in running for the office to run in August. But that means candidates have two weeks to file the proper paperwork, go out and petition for signatures, and they need thousands of signatures in order to qualify for the election. It also puts county voters in the position of having to go through two elections. So now there will be people running for 2022, and that person who wins the 2022 race will have to run again, ostensibly, for 2024. And there are two people who have already thrown their hats in the ring immediately Monday night. Governor Doug Ducey's general counsel Annie Foster um, took out the paperwork and encouraged people to come and, and sign up and also Julie Gunnigal, a name that will be familiar to voters from 2020, she ran a very competitive race against Adele. She's a defense attorney and a reformer. And last night, she asked followers to come out and sign her petition. She had nearly a million um, supporters who voted for her in 2020, and she's telling them to do it again.
0: So forgive me for sounding cynical here, but the timing of this seems to be something that would be favorable for someone who is associated with a very experienced political team like Governor Ducey's. Does Annie Foster seem to have uh, a, a, an extra advantage given her association
1: with the governor and, and the short-term turnaround on this? Well, the fact about collecting signatures is it requires money. And it's going to take a lot of money in a very short period of time to generate and collect the signatures. And certainly, Governor Ducey is is not without deep pockets. Also, um, Ms. Foster happens to be friends with Alistair Adele. Um, There have been numerous people speculating about whether that relationship led to some kind of deal. I have no information on that.
0: Okay, so that's for the formal election. There's also the near-term business of just running the office day-to-day in the upcoming uh, future. Robert, do you have a sense as to what that will look like and how that
1: might impact people who are uh, dealing with the county attorney's office? There again, it's up to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors to replace her with an interim. We don't know who that's going to be or what that process is going to look like, particularly in light of the fact that two candidates are running for office. One thing is certain with the interim appointment. It's required that the the board of supervisors replace her with a a member of her own party. So that would be a Republican.
0: That is it for today, Gaggle listeners. Before you go, please rate and review our show and share this episode with a friend. If you want to reach out to me on Twitter, I'm at Ronald J. Hansen. That's H-A-N-S-E-N. This episode was edited and produced by Amanda Luberto. You can find her on Twitter at Amanda Luberto. That's L-U-B-E-R-T-O. Thanks so much for listening to The Gaggle, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. You can also follow this show and other Arizona Republic podcasts like Valley 101 and our new bioscience program, The Lab, on Twitter at Podcasts. For The Gaggle, I'm Ron Hanson. We'll see you next week.